Wow, I have a headache. I'm so grumpy today, guys. Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone theme podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out, and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out. morning and welcome to Let's Drone Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tonight you're joined by our master and overlord who suffered a great loss today. Will we remember great Big Bertha or Dorothy? <laughs> I had and to wave off Bill, Ben and Buttercup today, yes. Yes, <laughs> we, we salute you. Uh, we are joined by my little vegan sausage, Tony. Bonjour. Uh, if he tries to sell you a cat... It really is a dog. Um, and speaking of cats, uh, everyone's favourite curry kitten. Hello. Can we get a disclaimer? Any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of others. Don't listen to us. Not that we're going to say anything controversial because no one's done anything. The wonderful Blue Owl. Hi, everyone. The beautiful NJ Tech. <sighs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> and we will get a, a weekly presentation on aerodynamics and DCS, which is digital combat simulator. Is that right? Uh, don't let me involve that. that this will become a and whole other thing. I Let's will be your there. radar officer, something or other. Gib, guy in back. Jack, how's it what's going? The, what's the V1 of a something or other in a... With a jet, I don't well, that's know. Just, oh, no. yeah, that's, that's just jet there. Yeah, that's just you know, commercial aviation use V1 as well. This is that's your decision speed. We've either got a break or we've got to commit to a takeoff. That's V1. Oh, god, he's loving it. That's V1 on sport, that'll do me in. Uh, anyway, how, how was the aerodynamic circle, Jerk, my friend? This, uh, this, <laughs> this is going to mean nothing to anyone. This is going to be care. nothing to anyone other than you. Sheldon's saying, back in combat. Uh, he's back in Cockwomble Jail. That's all that anyone needs to know. <laughs> yeah, that is. Uh, oh no, he was released. He was released uh, earlier this this evening. Uh, anyway, boring, how's yeah. everyone else? Rotate, rotate. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, V two is the rotate the rotation. So V one's decision speed. V two is the rotate speed at which you're. Fast enough to make a positive rate of climb. I'm sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> I'm using the sign earlier than anticipated. I don't, I don't understand what's going on already. This is this is fast. You haven't even got into the aerodynamics yet. Uh, anyway, has anyone flown this week or Come since the last spot. time? Yes, um, what? indoors, two oh. lipos. Well done. Why are Two you here? Lipos. Happy birthday, Sophie. I'm here because Sophie has uh, chucked me out to go and watch an awful program called RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, which Lord. I can't watch without. Is that, is that dress racing as in dressing up as a lady or. 
Well, I don't think it's anything to do with cars. Given that the 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 prefix of that show is RuPaul, I'm I'm letting you guess Mm. if it's men in drag or it's about racing cars. (laughs) Well, it's probably right up your bloody street. (laughs) Let's face it. It's not my thing, but they seem to enjoy it, so that's what they're doing on their birthday. It's up Jack Street. It's a shame Andy's not here because he he's just popped a review up. I noticed, so he was outside flying. What? Uh, what? Some sort of city whoop typey thing. Wow, I've, heard, his, I've I, heard of the outside. Yeah, tell me more. I, has it has I it mean, got well, so bad up there. north that the the rain is like frozen? Is that what's happened? Because Andy hasn't cold. been able to get out for like eighteen months because it's just bog. Just bogland, just so much rain. It's so cold up north, Andy almost put a jacket over his T-shirt. <laughs> That's how cold it got. Almost. Kept, the short, kept the shorts on, though. He's, oh, he's course, got yeah. slightly long... He's got sleeves on. That's the thing. It's not just a vest this time. Exactly. Well, that's good. So what did you fly? And uh, why only two lipos? Why not three? Because it, I was just... A, I had somebody doing at-home schooling in that room... And another person doing important international <laughs> business calls in another room who both got upset about the angry wasp that flew past them several times. <laughs> and I was literally just testing out um, the, one of the new beta FPV little controller thingies. And so I just took it for a quick flight around. And I was very rusty, actually. Uh, I tried to blame the controller a bit, saying, well, the throttle's a little bit stiffer than normal. But really... Um, I, I didn't have as much control as I'd normally do. I think you need a good five or six lipos at least on a weekly basis. Hold it, yeah? yeah, to just yeah. get back into it a bit. And it was, yeah, it was all yeah. a bit shaky and a bit crap. But, you know, it was better than doing nothing. Normally when I'm flying in the house, I'd open the conservatory door and I'd zip out into the garden and come back in. But the whole house would have frozen in like 10 <laughs> minutes. So that didn't happen. So pretty pretty dull, but I suppose it's better than not flying anything. Yeah. Maybe. Yes, that, that, that is very there. true. Yeah, yeah, indeedy. Um, speaking of controls, uh, a half reasonable link here. Isn't there a new? Um, when I was chatting to Andy earlier, actually, he was mentioned there was a new jumper control that looks a little bit like the Tango. Yeah, it's just uh, this is the jumper like. T light. I think it's that's called. It. Yeah, yeah, the and T-Lite. it looks very much like your sort of game controller, but. Um, They've got a full uh, LCD screen. It runs OpenTX. I think it's got a full-size module bear in the back so it can run Crossfire and things. And it's only about, uh, I think it's under 60 quid, even for like the multi-protocol version, which is pretty damn cheap as a radio. And it's got Hall FX gimbals as well. So it's, mm. it feels, it sounds uh. pretty good. I haven't got one to test it, but uh, it certainly sounds a business. I don't know why they call it Hall Effect, because they're Hall Sensors. Yeah. It's not, you know... The sensors based on the Hall Effect, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. I just have a problem with them being called Hall Effect. I'm not buying them on their effect. I'm buying them on their ability to do their job as sensors. I don't know where I'm going with that, but yeah, I don't like I it. I like the fact that today I'm the person who's got the second worst OCD. NJ's winning out massively about these things he's nitpicking everything yeah that doesn't look too bad for me the big thing is always how those gimbals are going to feel and it's Mm. usually down to the bearings and the materials Mm. 
and that can really make or break especially i don't know if this gets anyone else but how the stick uh bottoms out against the side so when you hit the side does it give a really nasty hard stoppy clunk or does it have a nice satisfying thud like the feel of the very end points is quite a thing that that bothers me if they if it feels plasticky and a bit what then. bothers me is the speaker where you place your hand. So if you've got call outs like long distance, you've been flying 10 minutes. It's what? What? I can't hear you. Yeah, that's not a sensible place. But then I also think, well, for me as a pincher, my hands would be poised in a way that I don't think that would actually block mm. the speaker, but maybe the other way. I, I think it's I think it. it's a feature that they've designed in so that you don't have to go around and find some brown tape to stick over the speaker when it's shouting at you that your radio <laughs> is running out of battery, Tony. <laughs> so <laughs> and, Andy is saying right for the Radio Master version, jumper will fall to bits. Are we saying that jumper's not as good quality as Radio Master? Is that the general gist there? It, um, yeah, it, E-Wings has, has said something in the chat there. Pinchers are probably screwed again. Now, that's, again, a, I guess it's a subjective thing. But for me, even back to the X-Lite, I had abs- uh, uh, all the thumbers immediately assumed, including Joshua, which I said to him directly, that's rubbish. You shouldn't be, be <laughs> making assumptions about pinchers. He, he thought she that. Is that exactly? That, uh yeah, it was a conversation of that that nature. But yeah, it was this thing that if because they look like they're designed ergonomically specifically for thumbers, that they were going to be awful for pinchers. And and I find the the Tango, the X Lite, absolutely fine to to pinch with, and I've had no problem at all. Uh, same Do with uh, Nick, Nick Burns you... as well. Nick Burns didn't, is didn't the same you, with me. Because I, I had a bit of an issue with the with pinching with the X Lite, and you, 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 I, I got the immediate response of, "You just need to change the sticks and get longer sticks, and then it's fine." That that's that's very true. Yeah, I tend to run, but again, it's sort of subjective, isn't it? But I found running with the sticks a little bit longer, got your hands in the right position. Uh, if they were a bit too short, you had to deflect your articulates a little more than you should have to. So. It, even uh, for thumbers, yeah. the, the X-Lite needed longer sticks as well. Putting the longer sticks on made all the world a difference to it. It's one of my favourite radios uh, as soon as it got the longer sticks. But on the original sticks, it felt a bit le- less controlly, mm. less accurate. Blue well, yeah. have you got your um, handbag TX yet? <laughs> not yet, not yet. I'm, I'm pretty busy lately. So. Yeah. How did your, your uh, big conference go? Big conference. It wasn't that big. It was pretty, you know, it was close. It was internal. But yeah, it was fun. It's always fun with the flying labs. You always get to see what they work on and that's super fascinating. You know, it's not the kind of projects that we talk about or that we know in Europe or the US or wherever else. Suddenly you start hearing about, for example, um, like checking on the hippos with a drone or like, I don't know, surveying a, an elephant, something. <laughs> it's always super fascinating. That Do the people checking cool. on elephants ever feel like there's a gap there under the elephant? I need to make that gap <laughs> and maybe yeah. power loop it. It must be, it must be difficult to, you know, not Hold to back. do it. Right? <laughs> I would be tempted to, yeah. 
There we go. That's that's the next one for the international game of whoop is a power looping an elephant. An elephant, yeah. That's uh, that would be a good challenge for Tawanda, our friend from Zimbabwe, probably. <laughs> yes. Not sure I can agree unless it was a tiny whoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I what if it was just that. a big elephant? Someone <laughs> 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 suggests Matty flipping a rhino. That, that's an idea. If I ever get to travel to Africa and, you know, if the COVID madness ever ends and I get to go there and take my quads with me. I heard it's going to be I'll six years and then we'll be free. So it's not, yeah. not too long to wait. <laughs> Someone, someone's talking about Trippy spinning a giraffe. That that's also my <laughs> upside down. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had fun on on Saturday. Uh, back on the latest version of Curry Kitten Simulator, with the water towers in the cooling towers, even yeah, the right, right word. I uh, only joined late, and all I heard is a very drunk Tony complaining a lot. <laughs> Everything was tiny. <laughs> we played hide and seek, and it was near impossible to find them. Honestly, they were cheating or something was happening. It was easier when you were facing the screen. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> so I can't I, um, remember much about that. So I, I, I just, I just remember your radio just complaining constantly: that battery low, battery yeah. low. Yeah. Just, just. Change, just change that just charge it just do something about that and you're like no it's fine i've got some tape that'll show oh that's up. right because you said why oh, yeah. don't you turn it off and instead he just gaffer taped over oh. the speaker <laughs> shut yeah. it well that was one way around it that's definitely one way around it <laughs> well, so pretty much all the new radios charge while charge while being useful as a game controller now don't they but they uh the tyrannus is uh is not so i guess you're going to get those was it, was it in the standard amber calm calming voice or was it battery low in some sound pack that Tony's using? Um, I think it was just like an original one from six years ago. It's like... Oh, it's the, probably the amber, right? Yeah. yeah. I didn't think disgruntled dinner lady oh, screaming at him. <laughs> disgruntled dinner lady should definitely be a sound pack. <laughs> yeah. I, I would download that. Um, there is the... Uh, there is... Um, Blue Owl's next remote. That's it, yeah. That's the one. Nice. Are you um, going to girl it up and have it in pink? But my, <laughs> my, point, my point was being here was just to show you how I hold, how I hold the, uh, the transmitter like this. That's perfectly comfortable for me. Got the switches there. Mm. So that, that's generally how I hold the hold when I'm flying as a pincher that that is no no problem for me and that's what I was thinking is you can see that that trying to get this at the right angle that part under my palm would be mm. free for the speaker I yeah, think it probably would be all right um and if I was doing it this way I think it'd be the same mm -hmm. yeah. really hard to think in reverse here with the camera yeah so I think the speaker being there is probably going to be all right even being left-handed but yeah that's that's how I hold when I pinch anyway, and that that is comfortable. That's ergonomical for me, just in the same way that is. But in fact, because I like to have that sat a bit flatter when I'm flying, that mm -hmm. that whole shape just feels really nice for pinching. That's no problem for me. 
So, uh, yeah, there's, there's a pinch of perspective. I feel we got a view from a couple of years' time, haptic gloves all the rage, and this is this is the new sort of porn, is basically what <laughs> NJ's just doing on his yeah. radio. <laughs> yeah, we should put, put a, a 15 certificate in the corner of the uh, screen when... It just, it, I don't know why, but whenever I see a pincher, I, I realise it works for you and it's more accurate. It just seems so unnatural to me. Whenever I pick up like a game controller and I was like, well, do you pinch on a game controller? If you were playing Xbox, would you be doing this end? No. Or would you just You're use the thumb? Is that, is that not the normal thing to do on an Xbox then? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do that. I don't do that. What's the difference? I found more OCD of curry. Uh <laughs> No, because um, I was actually probably, it's probably now about equal, but for the first half of ever doing anything RC, I was a thumber. And it wasn't until 3D helicopters that I changed to a pincher and I found I got more fine precision because mm-hmm. two, two digits gave me more fine motor control, I found, than just the thumbs. Um, I do get that, but it, it feels to me like you would really have to work for a long time to overcome what is I mean, it's been in my psyche for years, just playing video games, to suddenly go and say, okay, we're going to retrain and do this, would take an awful lot of persistence, almost as much as trying to fly with a 65-degree tilt on the camera. <laughs> and just try doing both at once. I'm flicking over to... Uh, I'll change to mode one, change to a pincher, and fly at 65 degrees. Do that all well, at once. There's uh, a video. Fun. Surely there's a video to do, Curry. Uh, I, I challenge you to do a pack of pinch flying and then alternate with a pack of thumb flying and then go back to pinch see and see once, if you're pinching once i can go outside because uh, we already said we'd, we'd do the blue owl challenge let's try flying at 65 degrees for real we've already tried it in a simulator and it's just a horrendous mess of us crashing into the ground and saying why won't it go upwards it's going, going along backwards? really fast into the ground i have to say i'm really enjoying the, the saturday sessions of, yeah. with personal tutoring by blue owl the 65 degree tricks i'm enjoying it Great. Yeah, I gotta say, Frank well, is getting dangerously good at this, so <laughs> he may become uh, become the new, you know, Matty Stans or <laughs> Long. I think as, uh, at some point we're gonna have to get some uh, ruining some, Frank. some streaming <laughs> in here. It'd be quite good to get a, a little bit of a uh, show, show us a trick or, or uh, some kind of challenge there, Blue Owl. You could you show on stream. Have we tried streaming anything in here? Does it does it work? Right. Can it handle the yeah. I think it works oh. all right, generally. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, yeah Blue Owl's done some demonstrations. The, the figure eight um, upside down yours are mm. quite interesting, going around and around while staying inverted all the time. That's yeah, quite what's going to happen, I'm just going to keep crashing for one hour straight because that's how it works, <laughs> trying to show off. <laughs> so, But yeah, we can we can try that. We can have a challenge. Maybe I'll learn something from Frank next time because <laughs> it's really going dangerously fast. Uh, you know, his learning curve is like vertically up. So we can Good. arrange that. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to eventually like being able to go outside with a quads to a field and actually putting it up at 65 degrees and having a go. And it being completely different and crashing immediately. And I think that'll be fun. <laughs> no, no, no. Something I think it'll be all right, Mike. Um, I want to watch yeah. the landing. I think that's going to be the most <laughs> yeah. interesting part. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Definitely. If he doesn't crash into himself, I will be amazed. 
<laughs> I mean, that's, you remember I mean, what it feels to go outside and fly. I don't. I don't know when was the last time I did. No it. one remembers that. <laughs> no. I think, I think five Sheldon weeks was there. Me. That's all I remember. Uh, I've I've got to uh, point out as a, in the chat. Uh, RC Labotics uh, said Curtis Youngblood TX is mental. His your is on a twist on the cyclic. So Curtis Youngblood uh, from back in the 3D helicopter early days was just an incredible 3D helicopter pilot. But his control setup was absolutely bonkers. Um, and what he would have is the throttle on the left side as normal, but on the end of the throttle was a, like a giant ball that he would twist from left to right to do the yaw. So if you can imagine a giant disc on the top of the, the throttle stick that oh. you would hold and twist from left to right. So you'd, you'd rotate for yaw and throttle normal up and down and then the cycling mm -hmm. normal. Super, super weird. So he's the only person I've ever known to do something as strange as that. You, but you he was a, a 3D board, master. I think on so, the, yeah. yeah. The he, yeah, there were people who were trying to try it out and copy it because there were certain manoeuvres in, in the 3D competitions that were really difficult and there was one called the Chaos, which is where the helicopter would spin about, about its axis and then flip upside down and then spin. But there's a pirouetting flip where it's constantly a front flip while spinning and then Chaos is where the axis changes the whole time and he was mm -hmm. one of the few people that could just do this and everyone said is something to do with that crazy mod. Mm -hmm. Um that is pretty interesting. But, yeah, that's a nice blast from the past there. I've got the same thing as Caroline here. She, she gets – I get cramped because I'm a bit of a hybrid. I pinch with my throttle and thumb. When like I was a doing bit my of long, Yeah, I was, well, you know, when, you, uh, when, it, when I was flying long range out in the cold, I was, like, getting cramp in this. I was like, I have to let go a couple of times and long range flying. I just can't do it. So can you fly longer than – a couple of minutes do you or do you get cramp or have you ever got cramp or anything like that Being no i i had no no problem with it i think the stick length definitely has something to do with it so that you're a bit more extended and you're not kind of like really bunching your bunching up to try and move but the other thing is just try not to be too, that can also be uh indicative of you being very white knuckled on the controls some people yeah. really squeeze the controls hard and I mean, I you want to just be that. as rela relaxed as you can but mm. yeah, yeah it's again it's like just, that. the dinosaur yeah. grip he called it yeah yeah so i was just gonna I, just, I was just gonna show you how my pinching looks like because it's not actually pinching like holding the the sticks oh my god this is so high but what i actually it's do an is audio hold podcast the, as well hold it hold it okay that's getting weird right <laughs> just oh, kind of, cool. it is kind of like a merge between the two because what i uh what i use the index finger for is just pulling the stick but yeah, i don't need the stick and kind of use two fingers actively to move it right so yeah. it it's only to give me a little bit of precision kind of a, a little bit of a feel to it, but most of the work is done with the thumb, if that makes sense. Interestingly, that's only something, that sort of way of holding is only an invention that I've ever known or seen since FPV. Um, I haven't ever seen that in RC or other RC aircraft, but this, this thing of using the thumb, but then the kind of claw over the top for the pull um, has come about with FPV. It's re really interesting. But, yeah, Schizo's one of those people. Doesn't Steel mm -hmm. do that with one hand as well? With, I think, the right 
Um, I think it's, yeah. he's full-on pincher. Is he? I think so. Yeah, I remember seeing a couple of those guys doing the sort of the flat finger. Oh, oh, what I was going to say is I think there's more scope for adding extra controls in. You. If you imagine that, oops, if you've got your controller, we'll all do this, we'll all hold a controller, and this, this thumb's normally doing something. If, let's say, you had a much bigger stick here and you were grabbing that with your whole hand precision, you could then have a thumb stick on the end of that stick <laughs> to do completely different directions. I'm, I'm completely serious. This was this is, was from an idea of a, a game controller for a very uh, intense game called Steel Battalion, which had a stick with another stick on top, which operated like something a else. And it was complete. It, it wasn't quite like that because um, I suppose you could call it that because the the top stick. Would, would act like a regular stick, but it's just the fact you were moving that other stick around. But that, it, it sounds weird, but it didn't seem to matter because because your thumb was in the same place relative because your hand's moving around, you effectively got two-stick precision within one stick. So you'd actually have three-stick control plus a couple of switches if you did that. But I can't so it's think like what a, you might like need a, to do it for. A, like a joystick. Uh, yeah, like with a, a stick on the end for your with thumb. A, with a thumb, thumb stick. stick on the top of the joystick. It's like yep. a damper, effectively, of sorts. It's sort of it's damping, sense. damping the input a little bit. No, I think yeah, the, but you can I have think... completely different inputs mm. on them. I mean, this one was oh, the, this was control, this, this was camera. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, have you got any images of that? I'd be really interested to see that. <laughs> yeah, but bear in mind, it's a game controller for big robot mechs. It's, it's <laughs> not going to make too much. It's quite, sense quite niche, is it? A little bit. Is that, is that the next lockdown project then? Uh, no, I was just next. I was just thinking when you were talking about like here, Curtis Youngblood's got like an extra stick. It's mm. like, well, you could do something else. What a cool yeah. name! It is a good name. Uh, while we were talking about transmitters, I was also wondering about neck straps because I was thinking maybe that's kind of a difference. Maybe that's between NJ and Tony with getting cramp and things with pinching. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? I, 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 I guess that's that's just a different thing for different people. For me, I like to rest my hands kind of against the resistance of the neck strap, so my hands are kind of more relaxed when they're sort of resting on the controller. Um, so yeah, I don't. I can fly without the neck strap, but I don't like it. So steel battalion. If you look at the oh, left hand side, you've got yeah, a stick, yeah. and that little gubbins on top is a little thumb stick which will control something different to the main stick, which is obviously its own little thing. But I can just sort of imagine that could be used on a a remote to give you more. Because we were talking again the other day about that weird pyramid thing, which needs like an extra axis of movement. Mm. And was like, yes. how do you do that extra axis in? Because you've only got two sticks. It's like, well, you can have three sticks if you if you do the right thing with it effectively. I love the retro look of that. It's so awesome. I was oh, going to say this. This sounds like an it. excellent excuse to to build like kind of yeah. a modern interpretation of a steel battalion controller. When you for... when you turn steel battalion on, you have to flick switches. The eject button, you can see it's under a cover on the right hand side. You have to flip the cover up and hit eject. <laughs> cool. Else it doesn't work. It, Why do it they was... do that? Oh, so, I know it's for safety, but like time and stuff, you know, running out of time going down and now I've got to pull this lever up, then flick the switch. So Curry, what what do you reckon we could do with um what do you reckon we could do with this then? You could what do you stuff got? with it. Is what is that like <laughs> just a D-pad on the top? Fly with that. 
Yeah, put it, that's it. Put it, put it to a that's quarter. Got, uh, you need to one, tell people what two, it is. Three, what is this? Four, so people that are listening can Google it. Five, six, seven, eight. MJ is holding up a joystick. So that is, is that your DCS controller? That's one of them, yeah. What's it called? That is the Satec X56. There we go. Are you going to get your pedals out next? No, they're, they're too heavy. That's what she said. Made of man steel. <laughs> I love you, NJ. Oh, I know you do. Mm, oh, line up that, that uh, what is it? The pito tube. Or There's your answer, Tony. RC Labotics put an answer in the chat. If there is a, rec- a cover, it means at least one person knocked it by accident. Mm. I did. I did gather that it was for safety, but it's just a, you know, you're running out of time, going down, and you got to do this, 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 and. Boom. I guess Be it's gone. a case of the number of times that you actually want to use it is very small in yeah. comparison to the times that you don't want That's, to use it. Yeah, that you're dusting the cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> so you sneeze. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I can't wait to go out and fly. I'm just... Spring, spring is round the corner, everyone. So, so why don't you tell us about your not at all controversial or illegal plans, Tony? Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> well, that's, that's nothing to do with flying. That's nothing to do I with flying. I thought that was all about flying, wasn't it? No, no, no. That's my holiday <laughs> for this year. I'm, I'm going on an FPV road trip this year. I bought a, I bought a tent. Uh, 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 what do you call it? Tent? A roof rack? Roof tent? Roof rack tent? Tent? Could yeah. you explain it to me? Because is that literally just pitching a tent on the roof of a vehicle? Because yes, they're a bit. But don't they sort of cave in a little bit? I mean, you're tiny, so I guess not for your point of view. No, it's got a hard base and it all folds up, and then you literally undo it, grab the ladder, and pull it down, and it will come off like that. And then the ladder comes through the centre, and then you go up into it, and it's got a mattress and everything. It's well cool. And I'm putting it on my van, and I'm going flying, and I've got a big leisure battery in the back so i'm gonna get that all ready for, to charge my batteries and yeah i'm gonna be good to go look let's face do, it do you have a board this year so i'm just have you got a pitch you can share i'm still i'm still so i'm on I'm fine rooftop ten. well you find rooftop 10 <laughs> for god's sake it's your bloody 10 find I mean, a picture we- of it with your van tank, you can even take like a, a tank of water that will and give yourself a heated shower well, yeah, I've got a heated shower and everything. So I could even run the hose underneath the mattress of the tent to keep me warm. <laughs> exactly. It's all going to be It's fine. Uh, I'm going down to Devon first, then Cornwall, then up to Wales, and then Scotland. So, I'm, so anyone, I'm going to meet people on my trip. So if you want, want to come flying, meet me. Although fishing, for, Tony. Yes, fishing. Yes, fishing. Yes, fishing. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> Apparently, fish. a leisure activity of fishing is allowed. So it mm-hmm. might be Tony is fishing with his drone. 
Yeah. Even though he Drone may fish. not be with any water. Drone fishing Drone is a thing. I've definitely That's seen stuff about That's bloody massive. That doesn't look like an accident waiting to happen, does it? Yeah, what happens if you walk <laughs> over the bit where there's no roof? <laughs> Suddenly the whole it's thing fine. goes down. It it's a big, thick bit. You can sit in there. It's a big, hard bit under that bit, under the ladder. Yeah, but what's it attached to? What do you mean? It's, fold, it's folding out. It's, you fold it's attached it to the roof bars, right? Yeah. So as yeah. soon as it unfolds, it's it's leverage, supported by the roof bars. Leverage. Yeah, Cantilever. <laughs> I see. I presume, the, I, I presume the toilet is situated in the left half of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> toilet is in the say, back of my van. Carrier bag, buckets, job done. My OCD doesn't like the fact it's not centred at all. It's like it looks all lopsided. I don't like it. Folds up. <laughs> You, but it gives you, uh, you like a nice little sun shelter there. underneath. A little, uh, not what's the inverse of a canopy clip on bit, what clips on around the side of the ladder and comes down and gives you a little outhousey bit under the laddery bit. <laughs> it's going to be well cool. Can't wait. See you on my trip next, this year, this summer. Shout me if you want me to come fly with you. I'm going around the country. That's quite cool, actually. Paris section on there. And if I want to fly with you, then would you come to Prague? Well, I don't think I'm allowed out of the country. I don't want a £1,700 fine. That's why I'm staying in the country. So many people. What we'll do is we'll get a, f- a few of those uh, drums that you use for keeping all your clothes dry when you're going kayaking. And we'll tie them to your wheels. And then we'll take the, the your, your paddles for when you go kayaking and you can paddle your car across the channel and get to the well, other side. Well, just take me kayaks on there and oh yeah, and just strap the kayaks to the to the van. Yeah, little pontoons. Oh, I just catamaran, catamaran. I'm not going on holiday. I probably no one is. So I just thought, well, I'm going to stay in England and just go around flying for a couple of weeks. So I think it'd be good, good fun. I like camping anyway, so I have got all the gear. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll enjoy myself anyway. Yeah, me and my dog. So what's all we need? It's, me and it's, dog it's camping with a mattress. It sounds a very good form of camping to me. Yeah, it'd be fine. So I pour a ring of petrol around his tent for a laugh. <laughs> like to... <laughs> it, it's brilliant for that, for eating cakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, especially especially if you set the tent up on someone else's car <laughs> yeah no it's i'm gonna you you keep an army and stuff well it won't be for a few more months though da- oh, daily dear. vlogs are needed tony just find yourself a wi-fi hotspot and get them uploaded well, i could do i could do some blogging be fun. You're quite welcome um, to come, one of you. Look, it probably just about top to tail one other person. I think you could take two human beings. So, Jack, you probably can't come. <laughs> we warn you that the, the other human being will be over that strange void. <laughs> it might disappear in the middle of the night. You can, Jack. I was only ripping you if the ground is a little bit soggy then the ladder might sink a bit and you might just kind of be just dumper trucked into the mud (laughs) 
you're so optimistic. <laughs> We've learned from this past year. Um, yeah, uh, there was a few bits of kind of news that uh, a Discord sent us because we're using them to outsource our work to, which is great. Uh, so thank you, Keep Robin and Clown. It's the hive mind. It's the hive mind. Yes, yes. Involving our community. Uh, yeah, that's definitely it, and not getting them to do our work for us. Um, Clown found some very uh, some some good gossip um, about some firmware with Fat Shark that looks like it was ready and then wasn't released and it sounds like there's a lot of drama going along there so yeah but apparently there's some something coming out maybe at some point when they when they sort themselves out um, what's this for fat shark what are you hmm. I, I heard the owner of fat shark bought some dji goggles because he's you said they were really good. <laughs> is that right, or is that just is that fake news? I've what? I've I've heard that rumor as well, Tony. <laughs> I've heard that rumor as well. Mm. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty funny. Says quite a I lot. Like that. Uh, yeah, Sheldon, um, if that is definitely you, I'm thinking of a word, and if you write that word, then I know it's you, and then I can moderate you so that Neil, I, I can protect you from Neil. Ah, uh, Sheldon. Mr. Word just going to be cockwomble again. Yes, Sheldon's Mr. Drone Doctor for all of you out there. He has been on the show before. Um, he does frequent our uh, DCS little DCS community, um, but he's uh, well well known as as what we what we call a griefer, someone who ruins everyone's fun to much of his own delight by doing things with planes that you shouldn't do. Uh, <laughs> Yes, that's that's what our dear Sheldon, Mr. Drone Doctor, does. Um, Everyone's got a level of respect for Neil, and except Sheldon, Sheldon has absolutely none. And Actually, is... there's there's someone who's been uh, fishing recently with his brand new glider. We should, should get him on here to talk about that crazy glider he's bought, uh, which is a, a Vlad, another beautiful Vladimir carbon glider. Not the one with the jet in it, then. Not the one with the jet in it, although he does have a uh, RC jet engine. Mm-hmm. He was um, showing which, that off on the on your Discord yeah, as well. Yeah, managing to to get that thing fired up in uh, what was it he had it in? Was it a high watt? I can't remember. It's like the XL one or something. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, it called the megawatt or something. Acro watt. That was it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, now called the turbo watt. Yeah, the turbo watt. Yeah, very. Uh, I, I I would love to get on the the turbine RC turbine side of things, but they are slowly coming down. But they are just hideous amounts of money. Even though there are more companies doing it, and the sort of the cheap Chinese ones are actually getting very good now. Um, there's still lots and lots of money. You still have to throw thousands at building a, a model with with a, an RC turbine in it. Yeah, you have to if make you and everything, it's very impressive. Sorry, if you sorry. saw um, Project Air has recently been given a a, a turbine uh, by a manufacturer, and he's decided not to put it in an aircraft to begin with. And he's put first, he's going to put it on a car, and then he's going to put it on a boat. 
and then he'll think about putting it on an aircraft. <laughs> I watched someone put it on a kayak about two weeks ago. It was wow, quite good. It was pretty. Thing. It didn't it didn't go very fast, but it was quite impressive. It was quite small little turbine, but. I remember at Santa Pods they had uh, pulse jet powered go karts, which those things are so noisy. They're so, so noisy down, and so inefficient, underwhelming. When when yeah. they actually <laughs> let let go of the brakes because they're just making all this noise and flame and and then they take the brakes off and they kind of yeah. they get going in the end. But yeah. might as well be just like a mobility scooter or something. It's just like, oh. A lot a lot of racket for not much. I'm uh, really well on a mobility scooter. Yeah, that is true. You achieve quite a lot. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I'd, I'd like to um, get one of those RC turbines on a heli. Um, you oh, you blocking my voice out again? I didn't, I didn't hear you. What did you say? <laughs> Your voice is wrong speak. It just, My brain just goes, it's not having a wife. <laughs> All right, see you later, guys. It's been nice. No, sorry, Jack. I'm listening. No, it's fine. Don't worry. Oh, All right, you, uh, look, yeah, when you rib me, I take it. Oh, Jack. Well, you can't take a ribbon, that boy. Gives it to me. When I give it back, he's like, oh. I mean, when, when, what's, what time of day sure, would we have to kind of wake you up and, and, and rib you for it to be the equivalent to when we've woken Jack up for this? I guess it'd have yeah, to be it's, like. It's, it's, it's fine. Right. I'm an absolute prick to him. Um, he's well, <laughs> right. he's right. Uh, uh, I sent you the link, Sheld. Uh, have, have my spot. Oh, okay, right, bye. <laughs> yeah. You're going to bed. We can do more than six. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Until Streamyard finds out we haven't paid them because, you know, Frank. You're, yeah, you're losing the impact of leaving now if you keep <laughs> rejoining. <laughs> yeah. it, it, takes, it takes away the drama. I know. Completely it takes away the drama. Oh, yes, Mr. Fruitcake, son. Yeah. Turn it inside out. Why should she have all the fun? I'm so sorry. You can just shout at him if you want. Please. Please do it. Where's his, I mean, his... You are a very naughty boy. He's not on the side. That's my little... Blue owl voice. Wow. Very good. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I'm Can happy. you try doing Jack voice, Blue owl? What's your best yeah. impression of Jack? Well, I have a headache. I'm so grumpy today, guys. That's brilliant. <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can speak of. Now we've got that editor from right. start and finish. It's like he's in the room <laughs> with us. Oh, well, now he's not for good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You can do a better impression of him than he can. So that, was a, that was a very poor impression of Jack. The, the only way it could have been better was if you mentioned the rumba. But, you know, I think... Yeah, that is true. Top marks. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. RC uh, Lobotic says we had a chap melt his blades at our club with a turbine once. Yeah, um, there's lots of good videos on YouTube of RC turbines destroying themselves, um, usually followed by the owner pretty much bursting into tears when they realise how much money they've just uh, <laughs> yeah. cost themselves. Because I think, um, yeah, uh, the the uh, turbine that Sheldon has, which is a, a jet cat, um, which are kind of one of the OGs of doing the German company 
of doing the RC turbines uh, just to send that thing back for for a small temperature probe problem would have cost upwards of 500 quid to get it all sorted and Dang. serviced and back. Well, them planes um, were flying in MA5, was it, Frank? Yes. They were I, was, I was just going to say, eight. yeah, so the, the planes we saw at MA5, I think the, the absolute bottom price was about 10 and it went up to 20. Ooh. So NJ, looking at the sort of the, the cheap and cheerful, I said cheap and cheerful, the cheap and would actually work turbines from China, given you need what the, the ECU and presumably a fuel tank and, and stuff. If you had like a plane or whatever and you wanted to put a turbine on it now, exactly what sort of money are you talking about currently? I would think, I think most people that want to get into it will try and look for a decent condition secondhand one. That's probably your best way into it. Um, that's had good runtime and works well and doesn't have any problems. That's going to be cheap. So I think if you're looking at new turbines, even the small ones, the tiny little sort of Coke can size ones, you're still at least throwing a couple of grand at them. I think something that if I wanted something for like my 90 size heli, four grand probably somewhere yeah. that, that kind of money for a proper for a nice rc turbine to get that thing in the air which is obviously you've really got to want to do it to spend that money i think and, and that is and you can get a trainer for around yeah. 2k yeah so there you still go. sounds quite a lot for a trainer but, doesn't it yeah there's definitely more there's more available now there's more options to doing it it'll, it'll come down Oof. yeah there you go i think 2k is the uh, consensus but um, it's that noise, isn't it? As good as EDFs are, you just can't beat the startup no, noise of a proper no. turbine. For two thousand pounds, couldn't you get a pretty good speaker? For just one thousand pounds, I will come and stand next to you and go. <laughs> <laughs> as your plane's going. That's a subscription basis. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How, how long until you? dig a two grand trainer into the ground a couple of years I suppose the, the other problem is as well is um accessibility i mean you can't just like i'm just popping to the park to fly my jet because other mm. park users may have a point of view about it you need to you need to be in like a dedicated club and I, I, presumably there's some clubs don't allow them and some clubs are okay with them i, I suppose do you need a bigger space because the guys we met at ma5 were very keen to tell us they were like pussycats. But this is typically what people say <laughs> when they're very good at flying things. It's like They were very good at flying I think things. I'm not Another completely convinced that easy. Another key part of the turbine, as you say, is the noise, which is very, very loud. Um, and it's it not loud. so noticeable in a big kind of air show or in mini air show kind of situation, but in a park, club park kind of situation, I think you would get some very angry letters very quickly if you tried to do that every weekend. Yeah. Yes. Although I do take note that the only person that got real complaints at the last, uh, well, I think it was MA4, was, was Rupert with his 6S fun jet, mm. which was insanely loud and made jets yeah. sound very wimpy indeed. Yeah, the, the, the turbine-powered vampire did not get any noise complaints, but the yeah prop-powered... Uh, fun jet did, yeah. Do you reckon there'd be any MA six, sevens, eights, nines, tens, elevens? They will be different, 
There will be events. There will be mini-airshow events, but they will be very different. Uh, There is going to be a Popham event, uh, or at least they have announced one and started publicizing it. Nothing to do with that. I think the third weekend of August, I think, is going to be the Popham Model Air Show. Um, And they are... Doing what we were talking about doing for the mini uh, show six, which was shutting all manned aviation into. Well, we were actually talking about shutting one runway and keeping one runway as manned aviation. They're talking about shutting both runways, so having no manned aviation for that day for while the actual events are going on, and having just the whole site over to the, a model air show. Um, it does kind of sound like they took your idea and stole it. Mm. No, I so would yes, say they, they we seeded and like we we were the nucleation sites. They they were wanting to do it, but they were <laughs> too scared to do it. So we just had a go because we didn't know any better. And then they went, "Oh, it's not that hard. We can do it after all," because they've also got. Two more clubs, I think, have now kind of been shoved out of where they have been for the past few years and have all gone to Popham. So there's like three sets of chefs uh, in this kitchen now. Um, so they don't really need us there anymore to make something happen. Um, so, yeah, they will be doing their own thing. Um, and I'm sure it will be quite big and lots of noisy things will be happening, but probably not much in the way of FPV, I imagine. No, I mean, they'll probably be doing the kind of normal Popham uh, weekend meetup kind of things, but I imagine it won't be quite as FPV heavy. I imagine there won't be quite as much going on as there would More be at the, the fishing side of things, I hear. <laughs> should we should we add the, the world's worst person to the uh, chat to incite NJ? Hello, Sean. Hello. Is that a high vis you're wearing? No, it's no, just it's... a jacket with nice. green zippers. Are you in Drone Doctor Office? I'm in Drone Doctor Office. You can tell because we have tiny whoop uh, gates. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Oh, so, so, so it's been a busy day. Uh, <laughs> no, he's just getting there. This is his morning as well. How do I? Is that? Am I now sideways? There we go. Yeah. I'm going to sit. Presumably, there. you're just turning up to work because this is usually about the time you start, right? Yeah. I was in for an hour earlier, so <laughs> I had to go and walk the dog. What's, you been, your... what's the latest subject matter? I heard some we... chatter about turbines, and then I was in the and car. your glider. We were yeah. your 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 um, ultra watt, extra watt, high watt, whatever <laughs> watt it is. It's acro a uh, watt. acro watt. Yeah, that was a you lot. know what. Um, that is <laughs> you know what. Please, we're now changing it to the no, you know what. You know what there is, is you know the name what. of another Chris Foss in... model. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was my first ever plane. Was a you know what? How about the you say what the... and WTF? Uh, yeah, uh, talk about that turbine specifically because that's uh, that's the turboprop that set up, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Jetcat P20 with a turboprop unit made by CNC Model Parts for a Swiss company. And basically, the exhaust of the turbine uh, goes into a another turbine, basically like a windmill, very high RPM windmill. That only goes through a gearbox, drives a propeller. Um, so you get all the fun of a turbine, but you get to play with a model that is propeller powered. So it's used on a lot of full-size aircraft. 
um, various sizes. Um, and yeah, it's just a bit more interesting because turbines are now becoming pretty commonplace. Uh, also there aren't any flying clubs near me, which allow turbines. Um, when turbines first started becoming popular about, I don't know what, 10, 15 years ago, uh, they started becoming a bit more mainstream. Um, you could fly them in most clubs, but a lot of clubs for reasons of varying levels of, well, I shouldn't get into that. Um, (laughs) but varying reasons, uh, many clubs have decided to ban turbines. Um, and, so there aren't many there. There aren't any near me where you can fly turbines, unfortunately. So uh, my local club, the main reason you can't fly turbines is because of noise and also because of um, uh, the strip is too small for the average turbine powered plane. So you need a bit of runway. Uh, but they made an exception for my turboprop because it's quiet. It's no louder than a large electric model, to be completely honest. Uh, it's just a high-pitched noise, so the noise doesn't travel. It's quieter than any... Uh, piston powered model um and so, it's so, really good fun so what you're saying is you're better than everyone else with a rc turbine aircraft <laughs> oh absolutely and, and you're no the exception there. to the rule yeah so yeah. I, I thought as much so that um that system of uh using the exhaust is uh to drive a mini windmill as as you say that's essentially yeah. like a completely sort of almost frictionless like a clutch that won't ever wear out it's quite a cool system yeah, there's um, the other option is a turbo shaft. So you see this on full size aircraft. Um, uh, a very good example is the difference between the Pratt and Whitney PT6 and the Garrett 331. So the PT6 is used <laughs> on loads of planes like the King Air, the TBM, which if you've played Microsoft Flight Sim, you'll know the TBM. Um, it's super reliable, incredibly simple to operate, um, way, way easier than a piston engine. It's just a bit more expensive and likes. I'm really enjoying fuel. watching curry just kind of glaze over. <laughs> <laughs> we've got we, between me and Sheldon, we've got him cornered. You see this? Yeah, can't do anything I'm about done. I'm almost He's done. Saying names, and words, and numbers. <laughs> so the the difference with the Garrett is ESC that the actual turbine. <laughs> yes, um, the actual shaft of the turbine drives the gearbox. So it takes a lot more work to start it because when you start the engine, you also have to spin up the gearbox and the propeller, but uh, it burns less fuel. It's the main advantage and you get quicker throttle response. But you can't really do that very easily with a model because this little turbine spins, it idles at 85,000 RPM and full whack is 260,000. So trying to take a power takeoff from that and then gear it down to something reasonable for a propeller, um, it's not very practical. So... That's quite a reduction gear. It'd probably be several times wider than the model. Maybe if you well, just indeed. used a really tiny propeller, it would be okay. <laughs> that, yeah, that's one of them. Like a quarter-inch little thing. That's going, <laughs> it's already got a little propeller on it so you could i mean you know on the front so you could uh you could do that but uh it wouldn't be very effective anyway that's model jets they're they're not that big of a deal anymore they're everywhere they're not that expensive anymore um although the only other thing i wanted to say is people talk about jet trainers which doesn't really make sense because if you're buying a turbine you'd hope that you already know how to fly so getting a trainer model is a 
bit silly, my opinion. I always assumed it was to train you to fly a jet. There's no difference. The throttle <laughs> takes a little bit longer to respond and the engine never stops. Those are the differences. Um, unless you run out of fuel. But no, I mean, a little bit of forethought and, and you're fine. But I don't think there's anyone who... Because typical jet trainers like a Boomerang or Excalibur, if you can't fly one of that, it like there, there will be no one who can safely fly one of those but can't safely fly a scale jet like an F-16 or something. It's, it's, it's not going to happen. So um, that unnecessary. I'm not sure that really added anything to the Let's Drone Out podcast. So. <laughs> I would just say that Caroline is echoing my feelings completely. They're not expensive. They're commonplace. It's all subjective <laughs> and relative depending on your various levels of money bags in your pocket. It's not, I was, was going to level... point this out. I was going to point this out, but I thought I'm just going to okay. let him talk. Hold on. What's off. behind you, Neil? What, what are those guitars <laughs> Well, that's different. That's professional that's, equipment. Know. No, it's, it's, yeah, it's not. Is. Um, the, the the thing I would say on that is it depends where you've come from in the modelling world. If uh, you came from line of sight models, where it's pretty normal for people to spend five hundred quid on a Futaba radio, uh, two hundred quid on servos for a model, another three hundred on an engine, and then five hundred on an airframe suddenly spending say a grand on the second hand turbine isn't actually that big of a stretch uh but obviously if you've come from the hobby king world with uh building your first quad for 100 quid or with a 60 quid fly sky radio there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and you get much more value for money and it's generally much more fun that, that, that um, second point of reference was suddenly talking to the audience and every yeah. other member of the podcast sure. so, uh... <laughs> that's a better way to do it in my opinion um, yeah, balsa sure, and glue. That's where I came from. And, well, and back in the day of, of doping wings lower. as well. Oh wow! Anyone's ever done that? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, well, I was actually allowed. This was yes. This is how old I am. I was actually allowed. I took a model into my junior school, um, and asked my lunch break if they minded if I applied the tin of dope with the brush oh, to the wings oh, of my wow. plane, which they were fine with. Uh, um, of course, there were other kids in the room, and there were no windows open. So I'm there <laughs> so with this one had a great doping these wings, watching them stretch and uh, sorry shrink around the. And uh, it was only after sort of the end of the lunch break when there's like six of us in here at this point, pretty stoned <laughs> for, a bunch of, for a bunch of like eight, nine year olds. Um, that the teacher came in and said, "Oh, it's very, very strong smelling in here. Perhaps we should open a window." <laughs> I have to say, I'm confused with the word doping wings, but the result I was thinking in my head got the same at the end of the day with these stoned eight and nine-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, uh, It's exactly what it was called. Yeah, exactly. There we go. I don't know if you can read that. This is clear clear non-shrinking dope. There you go. There you go. That's stuff. I love love children trying to relate to common people. (laughs) <laughs> Prime Minister's like trying to pretend they're human, you know. They're doing a really good job at there's the moment. Nothing, as well, aren't there's, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I remember when um, <laughs> I remember when dope once the whole doping wings thing wasn't cool, and they came out with a film that you had to put on with an iron. Did anyone remember that? You had to iron the. Mm. stuff on the wings, and then eventually that went away. That's why everyone still uses. Iron on yeah. film, that's what everyone still uses. They're still doing Great that, film. 
Yeah, that's yeah. the standard thing. That's the start. I remember spending hours putting that stuff on a on a uh, a president trainer, which was a high wing trainer back in the day with mm-hmm. a fifty cc engine in it. Fifty cc. <laughs> it definitely 50. wasn't that. Point five. Yeah, yeah. Fifty cc would have been brilliant. That's it. Uh, uh, yeah, and um, that's, that's just to do your sleeves, isn't it? <laughs> it took weeks. It took. It takes weeks to do it, and so much time. And then that was the first plane I managed to immediately crash. And then I thought, well, I'm not doing that again. Can you imagine <laughs> doing all that and then, yeah. Oh yeah. God, no. Should we? Um, should we call it there, guys? I think we are there. Unfortunately, no um, we didn't. We didn't have NJ's uh, weekly aerodynamics week. lecture, but we we did get yeah. away with it this time. <laughs> there we go. If we can talk enough, we can stop him showing us that diagram again. Well, maybe this is me. Wave. This is maybe me playing my long game to make sure you're all on your toes <laughs> and chatting lots during the Let's Zone Out podcast. <laughs> if you don't, I'll get in there with some aerodynamic facts. Um, yeah, Sorry. you've been joined by our overlord and master, Andrew Slashrank. Hi. The legend Cockwomble himself. Oh, goodbye. Uh, everyone's <laughs> favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Uh, hey, Lily, I love you. You're so much nicer than Blue Owl. Who'd <laughs> <laughs> be Blue, Blue Owl's not been here long and we already trust him more than you. <clears throat> yeah. It's not difficult. Uh, the, yeah, the lovely, the wonderful Blue Owl. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> NJ, the sexiest man alive. One day, one day it's just going to be NJ, just just NJ. See you guys. See you next week. The transonic NJ. There you go. Transonic. Edit that one in, and then just have him complain. Um, and my little vegan chicken nugget. Bonjour, Tony. Thank Goodbye. you, guys. Tally ho. Bye. Telemetry lost. Whoa, I have a headache. I'm so grumpy today, guys.